0: Bo Newell is the National Program Manager of Pride in Sport Australia, He's an, which is an Australian first sporting inclusion program specifically designed to assist sporting organisations, national, state, regional, elite, academies, foundations and clubs with the inclusion of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and intersex employees, players, volunteers and spectators. Welcome to Chicks Talking Footy Bo.
1: Thanks, Fiona. Thanks for having me back.
0: Yes, you've um, been on our show before, so um, I, think, <laughs> I think that makes you a friend of Chicks Talking Footy now. But uh, one question I have for you, which I've never asked you, is uh, do you follow the AFL?
1: Oh, look, I'd be happy if you didn't ask me that, to be honest. No, I, I do. Um, I, I'm a tragic, in a, in a way, for all sports. Look, I, I think I've become more accustomed. I'm, I'm from a state and even a, a city that doesn't have an AFL team. So for, for me, um, unfortunately, for those AFL lovers, um, my my sport of choice when I was growing up was rugby league. Um, mm. uh, over time, and as I started to get more involved in different sporting codes, and, and certainly with this role I have with Pride and Sport, you know it's allowed me to learn so much more about every sport not just afl but even some of the more interesting sports that are across the country that you probably never heard of so Look, I'm, I'm going to be the, the politician in the room and say I love all sports equally.
0: <laughs> yes, well, you are from, I think, regional New South Wales, so we'll forgive you for loving rugby. <laughs> Thank but <you>. um, <laughs> But we'll adopt you into the AFL anyway. But, um, so, Pride in Sport, can you tell us a little bit about why you exist? And one thing I'm interested in is the the Pride in Sport index that, that you've um, created.
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks for asking. So, look, I, it's a long story, but I'll cut a long story short. So, um, many people in in the rainbow community may have heard of a company called Acon. Um, so, Acon was originally the AIDS Council of New South Wales back in its its heyday many years ago. Um, but over time, it's advanced and it's grown uh, a range of different programs and projects. And one of those is Pride and Sport. Um, so, we're actually a program of Acon. And so we started in about 2015, 2016, I think it was. So we're still kind of in our infancy, but a lot of it came about from the initial piece of work that was done with a number of national sports um, to create an, an anti-homophobia framework. Um, and from that, it's, uh, it then advanced into a membership program where um, sporting organizations can come to us and they can you know, ask us to do a range of different things, training, education, policy writing, you name it really. One of the biggest things that drives our work is what you alluded to. So the Pride and in Sport Index. This is the, the national benchmarking tool um, that allows all types of sports to actually measure how inclusive they are for the LGBTQ community. Right. Now, I know that's a really broad question, and we don't actually ask that one specifically in the document. But in a nutshell, what it covers off on is a range of different categories. um, And in those categories, it's like sub questions that ask an organization, you know, what have you done in the policy space? What have you done in the education space? What have you done in community engagement, visibility, um, all of those sorts of things? And by asking all of these questions, we then get a much clearer picture of exactly what an organisation, whether that's, you know, an AFL club or an AFL as a national body for that matter, um, what they've done in the space of a 12-month period. And so we're we're in the stage at the moment where submissions um, are due this month and a number of organisations have already submitted, and we hope to find out um, basically where every organisation sits. So if you're a part of a local club, a local committee, you know, if you submit a document, you can find out how you compare to other clubs the same size or of the same code. Um, So it's really multidisciplinary in in terms of what you can achieve by participating in the index. Um, But at the end of the day, um, it's an amazing instrument that can can tell you exactly where you sit. Um, Mm. In a lot of ways, I like to think of it as the, the myth buster in that, you know, a lot of us like to assume that our sport is inclusive. And, you know, I think I hear that every day from people who are, You know excuse me you know um club presidents all the way up to ceos of the national bodies um but the reality is a lot of that is driven by maybe not ignorance but naivety is probably a better way to put it in Mm. that you know we all like to think that we're inclusive but Mm. Until you see the proof in the pudding, and in this case, the the evidence that comes with an index submission, um, you're, you're basically making those claims on assumptions. So that was probably the, the longer of the short versions. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's really good to have a tool that gives benchmarks. Get hold of the membership. You know, become a member, and also use the resources you know that you have available.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's a range of different ways. Um, I, I guess the, the simplest way for for your listeners to kind of find out a little bit more is go to the Pride and Sport website or Google it prideandsport.com.au. Um, and on the website, there's a range of different sections. So one section will speak specifically to what the index is, what the benefits are, what you can achieve out of it, and uh, all the ins and outs in that space. Um, there's also a section which speak, speaks to the membership side of things, and in a way, this is where you get a lot of your be- uh, a lot of your additional benefits in that. Your index is one thing in that, you know, anyone can do the index. It's free. You don't have to be a member. You can be a community club. You can be a national body no matter what. But the index will only give you um, a response or what we call a transcript as to how inclusive you are um, at that point in time. So it can tell you how inclusive you are, but it doesn't tell you, uh, or it doesn't go into enough detail, I should say, as to what you actually need to do in order to achieve, you know, full inclusion in that particular uh, initiative. And so that's where the membership really comes into the mix in that an organization, um, they pay a small fee to us um, and depending on the organization, they might pay a little bit more depending if they want more resources or more support. Um, But a membership will come with benefits like the ability to access uh, a suite of online resources. So we've got an enormous amount of template policies, for example. And, you know, to the, the, the average Joe listening, that's probably a boring thing and you'd have nothing to do with policies. But for those trying to run their clubs and run their sports, Um, that can be immensely useful. And then beyond that, you know, they can have access um, to training where we can come in and and train their staff, train their volunteers, train their coaches um, and, and try and achieve some of the, the goals that are set out in the end.
0: This week's uh, historic week that we're celebrating for in the AFLW of the, the inaugural Pride Round. There's, there's been Pride Games previously, but this is the first time that each game, each and every game, will be celebrating LGBTI Pride um, at the grounds. Uh, there's going to be, you know, each ground will have a rainbow arc uh, and the umpires will be raving rainbow flags and, uh, you know, there's I think there's five out of the ten teams that will have an official Pride Fernsey. some of the other teams will have other kind of merch as well but what what um progress do you think these kind of pride games uh make in the overall um, gonna, picture of inclusion I, mean,
1: I look i i think the, the visibility side of things can't be underestimated um i know for anyone who is a follower of pride sport and even myself on my socials you'll probably see that I, I quite often make reference to the idea that's um you know someone's perception of inclusion can be um an ignorant illusion of just waving a rainbow flag um that's not to degrade or 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 to to say that you know you shouldn't wave the rainbow flag or any pride flag for that matter um i think it's it's just as important i i guess where where we'll see long-term benefits is if the clubs get to a point where they're doing more than just the pride round itself so, to, to your point, like I think the pr- this is an amazing. Like, what other sport has gotten an entire competition at such a high level mm. for every team to participate in a Pride round? Like, I'd, I, I I haven't looked into it, but I don't think there's many, if, if any, at all. Mm. And so that's a massive credit to AFL and the teams themselves um, to doing something like this. And as and, as
0: and you, to the women also that led the way. I was just
1: about <laughs> to say, and, and probably more so to the women. Like, you know, this isn't... a discredit the work that um, St Kilda and the Swans have done over the last few years and the men's competition but you know come on guys catch up the Mm. we're so far ahead now and that's an amazing (laughs) thing um so yeah look I, I think there's um the pride rounds is a phenomenal thing this is a brilliant opportunity for us to reflect and celebrate um and I guess bring bring to the games you know an opportunity for people to have discussions and conversations about what it means to be an ally, you know, what you can do, uh, what more you can do in this space. Um, but I, I guess from a um, from a very biased perspective, um, in order to, uh, you know, improve some of those negative stats that we too often hear, um, it's really, it will be really important for all of the clubs, not just AFL as the code, um, to actively work in other spaces like education and policy. Mm sort of
0: stuff yeah i think there's a nice little venn diagram isn't there of um visibility policy and education that kind of works together uh i had someone on on twitter today you know as i've been talking to a lot of people about pride game on twitter and someone said oh they think it's just a marketing opportunity Mm -hmm. um what what would you say what would you say to that i suppose we've we've kind of covered a little bit of that
1: uh, look, I think it's a valid question, um, you know, like I said with, with my comment and that, you know, some people and, and you know, quite often I, I hear commentary on social media accounts from people saying that by waving the rainbow flag, it's, it's just a token gesture. And I, I guess I come from a, from, a, from an optimist perspective and I like to think that, the, you know, there's a bit more um, uh, genuine approach from the clubs and the individuals involved um, to want to do more. I, I guess like I said that the proof will be in the pudding as to um you know beyond this this week's um pride round as to whether the the aflw clubs themselves um, embed the importance of lgbtq inclusion in their everyday work um, mm. not just you know the pride round itself um, or whether we don't see anything from them for another 12 months until next year's pride round um, so it's still more to be said in that space but look like i said i'm an optimist and um, certainly from pride and sports perspective where we're here to be able to support all those clubs as much as we can
0: well we have much to celebrate this week and uh, we I think, uh it's it's certainly going to be a historic event this weekend and I'm, I'm very proud of the aflw and the women that um, have led the way in this so uh, let's I celebrate agree. that
1: absolutely and look a massive credit to everyone involved in getting this off the ground i know for some in the community it might feel like it's a bit rushed but hey let's run with it and celebrate it let's use this as an opportunity to take that next step um it's long overdue but like I said, come on, boys. Let's let's get the, the boys up to the level of what the women are. This is just phenomenal and a massive achievement for the AFLW.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time, Bo. We really, I really appreciate talking with you and um and your insights. And check out the uh, Pride in Sport website for all the resources and uh, membership and the Sport um, Index, the Pride in Sport Index that we've been t- talking about. Thanks, Bo.
1: My pleasure. Thanks, Vienna.